Thank you for checking out this episode on Really Dicey's Game Master podcast. You can see the video version of this discussion on YouTube, as well as more content on reallydicey.com. Hello and welcome to Really Dicey. Today, I thought I'd sit down with my brother here and we'd have a little discussion about hit points. What are hit points? What are they good for? What are the problems with them? I guess we should start with a little background. Uh, hit points uh, came from Chainmail, uh, the precursor to D&D. In Chainmail, which was a miniature game, your average infantry could get hit once and they died. And your heroes could get hit twice before they died. So how many hits could they take? Hit points. So um, that was brought over into D&D and it uh, just reflected how many how many points of damage you could take. In the early games, obviously, the numbers were lower. Everybody had less hit points. Eventually, that was uh, modified by your constitution, but that, that wasn't the way in the very beginning. And hit points were hard to come by, and you, uh, you rolled for them, and uh, you could end up with very, very few hit points. Uh, in fact, the original thief class had the same hit points as a wizard, which was a 1d4. I believe they've changed that. I think wizards, the thieves have gotten a little tougher. Not wizards. 1d6, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going through a lot um my collection of uh, gaming books, and I was trying to see what they have to say about hit points. First surprise I came across was a lot of the gaming books didn't really have much to say about hit points at all. That there was no section for hit points. Uh, I think it's just such an accepted part of a D&D game that they just kind of forgot to put it in. I was looking through uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics and there's no actual point, no actual paragraph that says, this is what a hit point is. <laughs> oh, it's just a given, I suppose. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, they, they talk about, you know, how many hit points class has and everything. So, um, so I went through um, my old books and this, Dungeon Master's Guide, first edition. This is really interesting. So this is what Gary Gygax has to say about hit points. <clears throat> it is quite unreasonable to assume that as a character gains levels of ability in his or her class, that a corresponding gain in actual ability to sustain physical damage takes place. It is preposterous to state such an assumption. For if we are to assume that a man is killed by a sword thrust, which does four hit points of damage, we must simultaneously assume that a hero could, on average, withstand five such thrusts before being slain. Why then the increase in hit points? Because these reflect both the actual physical ability of the character to, to withstand damage, as indicated by the constitution bonus, um, and a consummate increase in such areas as skill in combat and similar life and death situations. A sixth sense, which warns the individual of some otherwise unforeseen events, sheer luck, and the fantastic provisions of magical protection and or divine protection. Therefore, constitution affects both actual ability to withstand physical punishment, hit points, physique, and the immeasurable areas which involve the sixth sense and luck fitness this goes on for three more paragraphs 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the first thing this tells us um, is that Gary Gygax was very wordy. <laughs> he had a serious, he had a serious style. So he's suggesting that hit points aren't just the physical damage that you take, but actually how good you are in damage. Um, I mean, in avoiding damage in combat, some some sort of luck. So I guess the idea is that the sword thrust, you know, through the heart, would kill a first level fighter just as effectively as it would kill. Uh, seventh level fighter, except that the sword thrust never reaches the fighter, the seventh level fighter's heart, because uh-huh. he turns or twists, blocks the weapon, and so you know it isn't the same sword thrust. So in a way, hit points become sort of part armor class as well. It seems what happened as. D&D and systems like that evolved is that at the beginning, as you were saying, hit points is encompasses all this. Then as we got more options and more class related skills, it kind of broke it up a little. The problem is it broke it up, but they increased the hit points as if in one respect, they broke it up and in one respect, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think what Gary was trying to do is to address an absurdity that came about during the game. Uh, to be honest, I don't think he thought of this when he wrote the, you know, when he wrote the game. I thought it. I think he was kind of apologizing for the situation, trying to save face and say, "Oh yeah, well maybe it's more than just the physical hit points." Are Are you referring to the classic D and D meme of this guy with a bunch of arrows in it, and this guy and one guy standing with an arrow goes, "Well, looks like he has two more hit points." Exactly. No, that yeah. that 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 was a joke way back in early Dragon Magazine. I remember reading that. Um, one thing I I I noticed, and and other systems try to deal with this, but you could fight just as well with full hit points as it could with two. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's true. That was a little, you know, there's lots of unrealistic things about hit points. I know the storyteller system and other systems where you had health levels tried to uh, incorporate that by saying, okay, if you're at this level, then you're at a minus to every anything you do because you're half dead. Yeah, yeah. That, that of course, creates kind of this death spiral. So because, yes, yes, it does. Once because you you're start, injured, then, you can't yeah. fight as well, so you get injured more. You just whoop, you're dead. Yeah. Um, so while that may be more realistic, uh, I think D&D's emphasis on being a heroic game kind of precludes that, right? You don't want... Yes, I, want could, I, could, I could see a barbarian with rage or a fighter in like a battle rage or something ignoring any effect of having two hit points. Yeah. It, yeah. But then, of course, after the battle, he collapses. Sure. But I could, yeah. I could see something like that where like a battle stance or you're very focused, you're in the middle of battle, you you ignore wounds. I just can't, that doesn't go to all classes though. No. I mean, I can see other, yeah. But, but in a way that is, um, your players will kind of take care of that. Because if the players are paying attention, th- their, their stats and their roles may not be any different, but their decisions, yes. decisions yes. are going to be a hell of a lot different if, 
if they have 100% of their hit points and they have 5% of their hit points. You know, they may be taking the same role, but they're going to be thinking, oh, God, I got to get out of combat. So, you know. I got one hit point F you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, uh, the uh, classic line from Dungeon Crawl Classic. Part of the problem uh, with hit points, uh, the, 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 um, the, the thing that bothers me is that if you're watching a movie or you're reading a book, combat, like if two guys are facing off with swords like uh, Princess Bride or something, uh, the combat is usually peri, 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 miss, 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 peri, 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 miss, 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 miss peri, yeah. hit. And yeah. when one guy gets one good palpable hit, that's the end of the combat. The guy's, oh, oh I'm stabbing down. Whereas in well, the game, it's, it's, it's hit, 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 hit. It's a war of attrition. <laughs> so it's like two well, guys standing there and just hacking off bits of each other, like that video game. <laughs> yes, it's, it's more of a, that war of attrition is basically two people in plate mail, two people in heavy armor. Because, you know, two knights or two men at arms back then, you wouldn't really, the swords were so big, they weren't designed, you you would aim for bits in the armor, but you're not really going to get it that much. But yes, I can I can see the hit point going to somebody in, in like full mail. But you're right. The, if like in Princess Bride, they're not they're not wearing anything that can stop a sword. So yeah, you're right. It, the one and, and good even thrust the two guys in armor, you know, you may technically hit them, but you don't really hit. Them. Because they're inside the armor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So see, part of the problem is that you know the to hit role, right, as it's called, is misnamed. It should be a to damage role, right? Yes. That's why you get these people who say, "Oh, it's unrealistic that wearing more armor makes you harder to hit." That's stupid. If you put on more armor, you're slower and you're easier to hit. What happens is you take less damage. Well, yeah, they're right, but. You can easily fix that, right? So instead of saying it's a two-hit roll, which is I'm rolling to see if I touch you with my weapon, it becomes a two-damage roll. I'm rolling to see if I damage you with my weapon. That means that you know the DM can say, yeah, okay, you've got your mace, and you whacked him on the side of the head, but he's wearing this big helmet, so you know it doesn't do him any damage. You hit, but you didn't do any damage. So... You know, that they tried to lump it in together with AC. Yeah, they, they didn't want more than one roll, like yeah. like storyteller yeah. system. But you roll yeah. and you damage. They wanted one one roll, which is why they factor in AC. the The problem with the storyteller system sometimes is you have this great to hit roll, and then damage you only do one. So yeah. it, it's kind yeah. of a yeah yeah. So the other, you know, I think one problem with uh, with D and D is that. Uh, through each edition, all the way up to fifth, everybody just get more and more hit points. Yes, right? it's. And I mean, it's just, I mean, at the beginning of the, the in the first edition, you know, your dragon would have forty-five hit points, and now he's got north of two hundred or something, and your your PCs would have a lot less hit points. So everybody gets more hit. Points. So in a way, okay, it doesn't matter. Everybody's playing the same Monopoly game with more money. But it does because they didn't increase the damage of a dagger. No, a it's dagger still D4. still does the same amount of damage, right? And, um, you know, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Or 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 The Rock, or 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 you know whoever, every huge hulking guy you want to kill, find, could be killed by a dagger, a letter opener to the face. To the to <laughs> the took, aorta to the neck, yeah. You took a dagger, a one d four dagger, and jammed it in the in in the Dwayne Johnson's face, into his eye. You could kill him. So it doesn't matter how many hit points he has, how buff he is, how big he is. Sure, he can take more punches than anything, but you can kill him with a dagger. That's the problem in D&D. You can't kill someone with a dagger. <laughs> well, people have tried to get around that with uh, sort of critical hits or called shots or adding yeah. more damage, stuff like that. Yeah. And also like a high level thief is or a high level fighter is going to have pluses on top of just the 1d4. Yeah, that's you're true. gonna have the 1d4, then you're gonna add a bunch of crap, right? Okay, but your high level, your high level fighter is gonna have you could have 92 hit points, right? Yeah, no, I, yeah, how could you, I possibly you'd have, have to kill him with an you'd, you'd have to get around that with certain critical hit tables. And some people like those and some people don't. Right, right. You'd have to say, okay, if somebody's if you're playing with called shots, and I know D and D does didn't doesn't really have rules for called shots, but if you are saying, okay, I'm gonna try to stab this guy in the eye, and it's gonna be really difficult. But if you do, it should have some some result other than hit points. Yeah, no, that that's absolutely true. Um so, what can we do about this? I mean, you'd have to you'd have to house rule it. You have to make your own rules because, as oh, you yeah. said, D and D doesn't yeah. doesn't allow for that. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So, um, one thing to do, what you know, one thing I like is um, just decreasing the hit points. Everything has less hit points. Now, I ran a guy. I ran a game for you guys recently, and I capped you guys, all the players. I capped you at twenty hit points, which I got. Right. We got that idea from Professor Dungeons on his YouTube channel. Uh, thank you, Professor. Uh, what do you think of that as a player? Well, uh, first to go back to your the dilemma of all the numbers getting bigger. I mean, you look at, uh, look at um, the MMOs is they've, uh, the MMO I play, which I don't think I can say the name, but I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Has the word craft in it. Okay, fine. Um, They've had to go through two what they call level squishes or stat squishes because the numbers just get astronomical. Just keep it was zero. crazy looking over your shoulder and seeing right. the number but of six zeros flying up. It's, it's all the same percentages. Yeah. No matter how many zeros you put in and how many zero zip points you have, you're still doing the same percentage of damage. You're still do it's still the same percentages, no matter how many zeros you stick in the end of it. Could that be an answer? I mean, leaving aside hit points, starting a whole system again. What if your damage was done as a percentage? Like, I hit you with a weapon, and I rolled a 10-sider, and I modified it for how strong I am in a weapon or something, and the answer is a percentage of your life force. So you would start with 100% of your life force, and then it would go down like that. Yeah. Like if I, if, if, if somebody hit me for 20%, then I'd only have 80% left. 
Uh, that would only work if everybody in the game, if it was like a um, a modern game where everybody was human, because yeah. it doesn't make any sense that like I have a dagger, and if I roll really well, I can I can kill you. I can get a hundred percent of damage, but that would work against the person. But if if I'm fighting a a giant or a dragon or something, his hundred percent is going to be so much greater. Yeah, you'd have to be. You'd have to. It'd be different percentages. Yeah, it'd have yeah. to be different. An elf would have a different life force than, say, a human or a dwarf. Yeah, you'd have oh, to. Something to that, though. Maybe we could fiddle around. Oh, yeah. But yeah you'd to, have to finagle it somehow. Back to hit points. So I capped you guys all at 20 hit points. What do you think of that? Uh, that was okay. I like that. Uh, as long We didn't play enough. It, it, you know, got really high levels. So you'd have to have some other way to like what Gary Gagax you were saying was saying earlier, hit points is is so all encompassing. It's this it's this idea, but if you're going to cap it at twenty, you have to then you have to then break it off and use other factors to show that the fighter is getting better. Or, well, the, the funny thing is, of course. It really is broken off. He says that it represents your, your how good you are in combat and your luck. Well, in that case, what are what's your AC and what are your saving throws? Yes, true. I yeah. mean, with all due respect to the great Gary, I think this is kind of a lame argument. Well, the sa okay, hold on. The saving throws are not straight physical damage the saving throws sort of are above and beyond you have rod rod staff you have magical disease you have death save you have uh poison and you have like spells which are different than and usually yeah. they do other effects than just hit point draining usually they'll drain stats or you'll be charmed or something else other than but i understand your main premise yeah, it's it's just weird. So I mean, so I want to play a game that feels like the heroic fantasy you watch in a movie. I want I want it to be deadly. In that, an arrow should be able to kill someone. I mean, that's why people use arrows. <laughs> Hey, you know, the English wouldn't have used all those archers at Agincourt if the French knights would have been able to say, ah, never mind. Wee <laughs> wee, oui, oui, I have 30 hit points. <laughs> you know, I've been watching a, a lot of videos um, on hit points and things. Um, and one point that's made is that, um, okay, so hit points are defined as physical damage and luck. They're also defined as your will to live. That's mentioned actually in fifth edition. Um, so, and as you pointed out, damage has no effect, has no actual effect on your character. So, what's actually happening is loss of hit points represents how close you are to death. But that doesn't physically, act, emotionally, and spiritually. Exactly. Probably. Doesn't doesn't actually have to be physical. You could be starving to death. You could, you could be losing the will to live. So there we go. What happened to uh, 
but Padme, she ran out of hit points, apparently. <laughs> she lost the will to live. Spoiler! And uh, ran out of hit points, I, I guess. Still a dumb scene. Anyway, uh, so, uh, so in that, um, you know, and someone actually said that um, because hit points represent luck, they could be your character running out of luck. luck. Like, yeah. so the first couple shots don't actually hit them, but they run out of luck. And the last shot is the lucky shot or the unlucky shot that hits them and kills them. So it looks like a bunch of misses, but but according to the system, it's a bunch of hits. See, see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. It, it, that, that's weird. That That's weird. Um, hit points can be really strange. Uh, and and the, the other thing is that I heard somebody point out that, again, in, in, in fifth edition, uh, the definition represents, mentions combat and other dangerous situations. So I've heard people put forward the idea, and I like this, suppose that when you're not in combat, you don't actually have hit points. Like, if a thief, you know, uh, sneaks up on someone using their backstab ability, they, they sneak up on someone and they're, they're sleeping and they get there, ha! And they take their garage and they strangle them or they stab them in the head or something. Well, suppose they just die. They don't do any hit points because they're not in combat. Mm. You know, because, you know, that kind of gets around the, and this, this happened, you know, I remember this in my second edition of days, you know, you would make the roll, get in there really sneaky. And, and you'd miss. Hit them, or, or even if you hit them, yeah, missing, that's pretty bad too. I'm missing, they're asleep, how can I miss? How so, can you miss? <laughs> so, so even if you do hit them, right, you know, because they're prone, so they're, they've got a, a, a negative and, and you're, you're using backstab ability, so you made all that. You're great. I hit them. What do I do? You know, okay, you do, you do so much extra damage. Okay, I roll my dice, and you don't kill them. Really? How did I fail to kill them? All right, I just hit them a couple more times. <laughs> yeah, and at that point, it's just, just silly. There, or, yeah, or you know, a hostage situation where you know you've got the knife to somebody's throat. Well, technically, according to the hit points, like ha. Okay, I, you know, I've got you, and I run my dagger across your throat. Okay, great. I take three points of damage. I turn around and beat the crap out of you. You'd have to saw. You'd have to saw at somebody's throat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing you could do is just, and and I think that the earlier editions, like basic D and D, might have actually handled this a little better because, um the whole the whole ethos was what rulings not rules so you were encouraged to 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 make things up the game was a lot looser and frankly it's been moving away from that with every iteration every well, iteration adds more and more rules yeah. more rules and more codified and you know why gary had to write that you know paragraph that he wrote um so you know i think that you know, if the if the GM and the players kind of 
trust each other, then the DM can say, this isn't a combat situation. They've got the drop on you or you're sneaking up on someone. They're just dead. Or maybe they take a save versus death because that's exactly what's going on. You're deathing them. Yeah. But... Um, Coop de Gracie. Coop de Gracie. Yeah, you're delivering the Coop de Gracie. Um, you know, another thing I did um, uh, there for that game I ran for you was um, I, I took the the, might, the Mighty Deed um, from Dungeon Crawl Classics, which is an ability that allows fighters and dwarves um, to perform some sort of crazy critical hit, you know, um, heroic swashbuckling ability when they score a critical hit. Uh, and the critical zone increases. So it starts at 20, but as they go up, the critical zone gets bigger. So they might crit. Oh, crit that's what you did in your game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so what I did is I extended that to everybody. I said that if you hit somebody and you do a, you get a 20, and it doesn't have to be a natural 20, it just has to add up to a 20, then you've accomplished your mighty D, your whatever you were trying to do. So what I was trying to do with that is one, encourage players to describe their action. Because if you didn't describe an action, then you don't get anything special. I think I gave you some extra damage, but you didn't. I mean, if you just said, I hit them, and you roll a 20, I'm like, okay, you do a little extra damage. But if you specifically said, I try to hit them in the leg, and then you cut their leg off, yeah. I would say, well, maybe not cut the leg. I don't know how much damage you do. But I would say, yeah, great. You hit them in the leg, and that had the desired effect. They fall down. Good for you. So, um, you know, that, 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 how does that relate to hit points? It relates to hit points (laughs) because, um, it makes damn it makes combat a little more interesting. You know, it makes kind of a critical hit. Uh, one thing of, I wh- yeah. on DCC, one thing one reason why well in DCC it's it's a lot easier for dwar- uh, dwarves and fighters to do a mighty D because it's not just it's different roles, whatever. Right. But, yeah, that other dicey role, yeah. Right. One of the reasons why they did that to fighters and dwarves was to give them something. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you change it to what you're saying and then give it to everybody else, it just make sure you're not, you give something to the fighters, make it, make them easier to do it or something. Well, it's easier for a fighter to reach 20, to reach the magical 20 because of their two hit bonus. All right. Yes. Okay. Right. So yeah. you guys were all on fourth level. Your fighter had the hit bonus of four. So she, re- in actuality, she only needed to roll 16. Yeah. Whereas your wizard had a bonus of one, two. So you you needed to roll a 19 or a 20. Not that you ever tried to hit it. No, not that I ever got. Yeah, exactly. So another thing that occurred to me about um, hit points and, and criticals, uh, you mentioned this, you know, the heartbreak of rolling low damage. So technically... If you if you got a critical roll on somebody, a critical hit, and you roll damage, you do double damage or whatever, you can still roll a one. <laughs> and, well, 
then then you get to i was thinking or i might have read this that some some systems or some people do a house rule that if you do a critical the minimum it does is the maximum damage for the weapon exactly so that's what that's what i was going to say so in a critical you you uh, you start with your maximum and then you roll another die to add to Right. So but the then that does six points of damage and you crit, you roll you start with a six, then you roll another six sider and add it to that. Right. And I always like the idea of a crit having some sort of effect rather than, oh, I just do normal damage. I just do more damage. Because right. it's a critical hit. It should be critical. Right. Well, you know, that's why I go for the the um the, the mighty deed that I lifted from Dungeon Crawl Classics. But, yeah. So, so I guess my answer to the hit point problem would probably be just decreasing everything. So that the players and the monsters and everybody else are in danger when they get hit by a crossbow. Well, you could do the same like what you said earlier in the chain mail, you could say everybody's got two hit points and, but the fighter, you know, has armor and stuff. So that, that blocks it a bit. The wizard still just has two hit points. He's not supposed to be in combat. So he can only get hit twice. Mm, yeah, I, I guess. So a crossbow could kill him. No, it, it certainly could. It certainly no could. matter what level he is. Yeah. Yeah. The, the difficulty with that is it's a question of how much detail you have, right? Um, you know, you can have lots and lots of detail or you can have a little detail. Having only two hit points is very simple, very little detail. So It's simple, with, but you could yeah, die but, really quick. What I mean, yes, exactly. But what I mean is there's no, there's no difference between a good shot and a bad shot, right? If you're hit, yes. you're hit. You know, yeah. you no, no, no small damage or big damage, or no, you know, you hit me around the eye as opposed to you hit me in the thumb. <laughs> you know, both is, both are deadly in the same way. Yes, you'd have uh, a, in order to do that, you'd have to break it up. You'd yeah. have to have a two hit and a two, two hit, and the damage is always one or two. But then yeah. you'd have to, then you'd have to take the damage roll and make it a two hit roll sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of reinventing the system. <laughs> no, I know. I know. So, yeah. So one thing I was thinking is what if, hear me out, what if every character started with a certain number of hit points and that's it? They never get any more. It's like, for instance, you you could do it you could do it by class or you could even just say you know what all humans are basically the get the same level of you know red squirty stuff inside them so everybody has 10 hit points modified by your constitution or something like that okay yeah i could i could you know see it by race dwarves maybe get 12 but they can't do certain things or elves got less but they have something else yeah so so this but that's only half of it. So hear me out. Everybody starts with the same amount and it never gets any better. You just have a static hit point. What does get better is your armor class. 
right? Your natural armor class gets better as you go up in level, which represents how good you are at combat, parrying and jumping out of the way. And, and it works just the, way, the same as your attack wounds. So it's better for fighters and then it goes down, right? So, so what well, I- Well, that, that means it would also be very good for thieves in a different way. Yeah, possibly, yeah, maybe, possibly for thieves. So, so what I'm hoping is that you would get more of that miss, miss, peri, peri, miss, miss, peri, peri hit and then, you know, serious damage. Um, but you would, you would have more survivability as you go up in levels because your armor class would get better. So you're better at avoiding damage. You're not better at taking damage because we're all basically the same fragile bags of goo, you know, with a little bit of difference that would come from your constitution. What do you think so, of that? So what would actual armor do? Armor would also increase your armor. Okay. So basically, I would I would just bring everything down. I would bring all the the armor. Armor would give you less points because obviously you would quickly end up with ridiculous armor class. Right. So maybe so there would be two ways there to mitigate getting hit damage. One would be physical armor. Two would be the art of getting out of the way. Right, but they'd be rolled into one. No, I know. I'm just yeah, saying okay, yeah. those are the two ways to that you could say it would get you higher. And parry. Because of fight and, and parry. I, I think I think it's important. I think your armor class should include all of that. Your armor, you're getting out of the way, you're parrying. You know, that's what you're using a weapon for. Okay. Part so that that would justify, say, a high level fighter with a high level monk having the same armor class. Sure. If if so, they did. And but They'd get to it two different ways. Sure. One would yeah. get to it through parrying with a sword and having physical armor. The other one would, you know, martial arts and getting yeah, out of the yeah. way and all that stuff. Pedos or whatever. Mm. So, so you know, maybe maybe you'd bring down the bonus for armor. Maybe there's maybe there's three types of armor. There's light, medium, and heavy, and it does plus one, plus two, and plus three. That's it. Um, and a shield gives you a plus one. And then the rest of the armor class comes from your level. So, mm -hmm. you know, what I like about this also is that you could have a high level character, like a high level fighter. You could have a, you could have Conan, right? And he could be, he could be bare chested and still have a very high armor. Class. You know, when I was playing at second edition, if you were a fighter, all your fighters end up looking up to the same. You you were all eventually in plate mail, and, you know, <laughs> and again, it was this disconnect between what you saw on television, what you read in books, and what the system pushed you towards. Because yes. the system said, "Encase yourself in armor." <laughs> they tried to get away from that more in three and three five because they added more. Um, weapons that use dexterity mm. and feats that use dexterity. So now you would have a fighter that is not in total plate mail is, is more is using a, a, a pole arm or using a rapier and it's only wearing chain, but because of, he almost sort of have near the same AC, but 
it's different. So it was a different type of fighter. But no, I, I know what you mean. I, yeah, I appreciate that. But, you know, I, I'm always trying to, I'm looking for that sweet spot between yes. um, simplicity and, uh, you know, heroic verisimilitude. And I, I want the game to feel a certain way, but I'm hoping to get there without, you know, 400 pages of rules. <laughs> No, no, I got, you're right. There's a sweet spot between not being too simple and not being too crunchy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes if you be too simple, um, you turn off the people who happen to like a little crunch. Not too much, but just a little. Um, one of the best things I liked about D&D growing up is actually making the character and filling out the character sheet. Yes. Yeah. Now, if the character sheet only comprises of six numbers, that takes the joy out of it. And a little, I mean, just that part. And, sure. if, and, and if going up a level or getting new abilities is like just one number going from two to three. Eh. So, yeah, it, it just depends what you're looking for, really. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. There's just, there has to be a sweet spot between too simple and too crunchy. Yeah, yeah. Again, moving a little further afield, what about, uh, you know, we've talked about kind of what hit points are or aren't, <laughs> and yes and no, they're everything, um, and damage and everything. What about getting them back? See, that, to me, um, healing, that kind of complicates this hit points are everything, their luck and their physical damage and their will to live because all those sort of things come back differently. Yep. I mean, yep. I don't know how, like, how we charge luck. I mean, what is luck? It's kind of this weird, magical, spiritual thing. What do you, you know, roll naked around in a four leaf clover patch? I don't know. I don't know how you heal luck. Um, will to live. I don't, you, 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 you do whatever, sustains you, right? You, you, if you, you good night's sleep, you pray, yeah. or, Pray, you know, meditate, food, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, whereas physical damage, yeah, we know how to fix that. <laughs> that is. It was very without a cleric or without divine stuff in yeah. old D and D. You'd get like one hit point back. Uh, one, one. So I was just reading this. Um, by the time I got the the first edition in, in here, uh, it was one hit point a day. Uh, up to a week, and then um, your constitution bonus affected that. <laughs> so, so if your constitution was a minus two, your first two days were nothing. They didn't give you anything. Only after that did you start getting your points back, and that happened every week. Yeah, so that that makes any sort of adventure that lasts more than a day, or Pointless if you don't have a cleric. Well, yes, um, but if, if that's old, the only way to get was a lot of, back. you know, it was dungeon delving. Right? You you jumped into the dungeon, you met it right. as far as you could, you grabbed some gold, you came out, you rested up, and then you did it again. Yes, and it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be. It, it's not a really you know a long campaign because you always come back and forth. You're right, but then if you if you change it. To having a campaign or actually doing stuff other than a dungeon that's going to take a couple of days well then 
without a cleric or divine, you'd have to have some other way to get hit points back, or else it's just a foregone conclusion. You're eventually going to die. Yeah. Well, again, we we should look at you know the 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 stories that we consume and what we want the game to feel. How did how did Conan heal up? Well, the short answer is he didn't get seriously hurt a lot. He was really good at avoiding damage. You get a lot of avoiding damage. Again, Perry, 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 miss, miss, Perry. Well, he was so also when you did he was also very damage. rugged as a Samaritan. Yeah. As a Samaritan, he was very rugged. So when he did get damage, he wasn't down that long. Right. So I mean, in game turns, that wasn't. He didn't yeah. take a lot of damage. So right. I don't know. So one thing I was thinking about, yeah, because it really always kind of bothered me when you're in you're in combat and your cleric comes up behind you, touches you in the back, and you just magically get your hit points back. You didn't even have to stop fighting; they just came right back. Um, That always felt really, really wrong to me. Or you just swig the healing potion and you just boing pop back together like some some video game character. So. I was thinking of changing things by just making the casting time and healing longer. That's all, right? So healing spells work exactly the same, only they take 10 minutes. They take a turn. They cannot be done in combat. You can do them after combat, but you can't take them in combat. Yeah, making it like in 5th edition, making it a ritual. Sure, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, if you're in, if you're in a foxhole, and you yell for the medic, and the medic comes over, you don't keep fighting. <laughs> you stop and hide, and he fixes you. So, Or if you do want to do it in combat, then change it to say it's not, it's not only the cleric's full turn to heal you, it's your full turn to get healed. To get healed, right. You have to, you can't keep jumping around you have to exactly yeah you to, how is he gonna start the fight yeah exactly yeah. stand still damn it <laughs> so that would that would sort of get around you don't have to stop combat for everybody it's just you and the cleric have to stop, figure out how to disengage take a step back and spend a whole round healing okay and that this, would be a good idea i like this that. would be, how about well if you want to get more complicated it could be so many rounds, depending on how much you want to get healed. That's a good, that, that, yes, I like that. No, that gives you the scene where somebody ducks behind, you know, a rock and they're trying to heal and their friends are still fighting over there. Okay. Yes. So you can, you can heal. You just can't heal that much. Exactly. Yeah. A little bit of healing. Yeah. It, I don't know. Top I, off I, or something. I like the idea of making combat more more deadly. Um, the, the earlier editions of D and D were just more deadly, and the I the expectation was that players were going to be uh, smart and clever and run away and think of things, um, instead of just waiting in there. Um, I've heard a lot of uh, OSR people uh, put forward the analogy that in 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 old D and D combat was war and um in later versions of dnd combat was sport right the, the see like when you play a sport 
the sport is kind of balanced and you know the rules and you go out there and you just play by the rules until somebody wins. You just keep it going. Right, yeah. War is not like that at all. War is asymmetrical. One side is usually stronger than the other. It's very rare that they just happen to be exactly the same. And you don't just march out on the field and play by the rules. You're clever. You you faint. Yeah, they tried that in World War One. Didn't work. Yeah, exactly. You you set ambushes. You do unexpected things, and you also know when you're losing. You pull back, and you yep. sometimes you say, "Oh my God, I can't win this fight." And so you you pick and choose your fight. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes you run away. You know, people have have won wars by refusing to fight. They just kept running away. And choosing yeah. their moment. Actually, think about the last time you were in a game where you basically ran away from a combat. And you held up somewhere, like behind a barricade or in another room or something, and held off. And that, that hardly ever happens. Combat's either win or lose. It's never... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And and um, I, I have that problem as, as a DM. Uh, and I think you've been in those situations. Uh, you know, I've had you come to me after a game and say, how are we supposed to win that? And I thought, you weren't. You guys, you were supposed to run away. What made you think you could win that fight? <laughs> That's the thing. Um, right. There's a mindset that yeah, exactly. you've got to win. You always exactly. have to. It's part yeah. of the mindset. And to bring it back. I or think else the story won't progress. The increase yeah. of hit points is part of that mindset. You know, mm. every challenge is, every combat is there to be won. And you win by hitting the other guy over and over and over again until you do so many hit points while at the same time getting hit over and over and over again while you lose hit points. And if you hit him more than he hits you, you win. Yay, experience points all around. I did like in 5th edition where they... Um, I think they did this a bit too much, but they did like out of side of combat, you could take a short rest and get like one hit die back, one hit die, you roll a hit die, you get a few hit points back just by, you know, catching your breath and stuff like exhaustion and stuff like that. You know, you make a good point. When I first heard that, um, and this was probably a second edition knee jerk, I thought, oh, that's a dumb idea. That's ridiculous. No one's going to get healed just by, you know, taking a power nap. Well, that's because it was first uh, talked about in fourth edition and fourth edition went overboard with it. You, you, yeah, you'd have power. Everybody had power. You just slotted it in and, and they did it in fifth. I think they tried, they scaled it back a bit. Right. Exactly. But if you say that hit points are not only physical damage, but also exhaustion. Yes. Then it makes perfect sense that you could hole up somewhere for 10 minutes and recover some hit points because you're not as exhausted. Right, so, you, could, you could try to split those two by saying everybody has two hit points, but above it, you have uh, like exhaustion or constant stuff like that. And, in, and of course um, a fighter would, but yeah, then it gets too complicated. In Starfinder, they have stamina, I believe it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You go through the stamina before you get to your hit points. Right. Stamina yeah. comes back easier than hit points. Right. So yeah. You, that's you that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. 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 Um, and of course, well, fighters would have more stamina. Wizards would have less. 
Yeah. Because fighters have, you know, all their life had, you know, gone out and fought. Wizards, yeah. no, they're pasty white dudes in a in a tower somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But they can tell the laws of physics to sit down and shut up. So. So yeah, it's kind of strange. <laughs> but then, of course, they tend to get corrupted after a while, and uh, yeah. yeah, depending on the game, yeah, that's true. I I, I tend to like more of the. Um, sure, magic is easy, but, <laughs> and I one of the things I love about just quickly going off topic, I love the thing in DCC where that sure you can cast this spell as many times as you want, it's never going to have the same effect because basically you're trying to hold on, hold on to this magic thing and funnel it, but it's always trying to get away from you at the same time. So every time you cast it, you might have held on to it better. You might have not. It might have gone kablooey. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Magic is inherently chaotic, so it's never going to be the same thing twice. But anyway, that's that's anyway, that, a different discussion. Like, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I think we should probably call it quits. <laughs> probably before we well, get onto something else. Yes, yeah. uh, we've been doing this for quite a while. So, um, <clears throat> okay. Well, uh, if you're still with us, thank you very much. <laughs> and um, join us next time where we spend three hours talking about proficiency skills. Mm -hmm.